penguins are very cute. They're birds in business suits. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our blooper reel about living in South Africa. There's an old saying, never follow an animal or a child act because you never know what you're going to get. Well, this is some of that. <laughs> we have a good time recording our podcast about South Africa, but you can imagine with being married to a wise guy, we've given uh, birth to some offspring wise guys and gals. And so we did have a couple of funny things that we left on the on the editing floor, as it were. So this is our attempt to share a, a few additional tidbits about South Africa that we left out, but hopefully some silly things too that uh, we cut out of the last episode. That's right. Welcome to the process. Enjoy. Yes. And I will say, I don't know that I'm going to edit out all the ahs and the ums because I put a lot of work into making sure that we sound articulate. and Perhaps this is the opportunity for people to see how we really are. Um... I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> Enjoy, everyone. Yeah, I didn't realize that the hippo is the most deadly animal. I really thought it was the lion, but it's I not. I thought it was the Cape Buffalo. Only I thought the hippo was the... I thought it was the hippo with the Cape Buffalo riding on the back of the hippo. Oh, it's a jockey. Word. Yeah. Yeah, a hippo jockey. A dangerous combination. <laughs> Here, when now that we're back on the topic of power and electricity, I've been waiting 10 minutes for this. When load shedding starts, we get a notification from um, Sir Seamus, and it's like we got 30 minutes, right? Everybody is scrambling to get what they need before the power goes off. We do freak out a little bit before. I'll have to tell who Sir Seamus is. Seamus is a local celebrity. He <laughs> seems to be the only person in Cape Town that knows how to actually predict with any certainty when the power outages are going to actually happen because the schedule changes so much. Well, okay. And so let's explain this. So ESCOM, which is the power company, they will publish information, but they publish on the website, these tables. And it is a, it is a, an algorithmic math problem. It's like trigonometry. Out. It really is. Like, when are you going to lose power? And all you want to know is when you can plan around it. So there are some rogue mobile apps that have come out uh, from different and various people that have published them. There is one that is probably rumored to be a little bit more reliable, but I find that it's still off. And so this guy, Seamus, who is in this Bay group uh, that I belong to, he has an event that he created on Facebook. And that is truly the only source that I go to, to validate whether or not we're going to have load shedding and what time so that we can plan ahead. And he's he's just known as being the only guy in Cape Town who's actually figured it out. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Seamus like, worked for ESCOM. Oh, I don't know what his story is, but I'll have to message him and tell him that you've now knighted him and he's Sir like, Seamus. There's no way that somebody who's like a local or just like a citizen knows exactly when the power is going to go off. So well, if he can figure out the table... If, yeah, he's, I, yeah, that's true. He's figured out the table and he can translate because they'll go, like there's different stages. Stage one all the way to stage eight. Well, but that's the thing is that I've seen the table and it's like there's three columns, right? There's the time, 
then there's the the area right and there's like 25 different areas and then there's the stage so nobody really knows what it means right and jack what was the joke that someone posted about the trick to living with load shedding was just dating someone in different state in a different, different zone zone than you are yeah if you're single just date someone in a different zone than you and it, and then just you know hang out either at your place or theirs depending on who's got power so you can always yeah that's right avoid load shedding so the thing about South Africans is they love to camp. Um, they they even have like little pop-up campers that they carry behind their cars. What do they call them? Like maybe they're called campies. Did I get that right? Maybe. I'll okay. Have to look that up. Yeah, there's there's a there's a cute South African term for their little pop-up campers. But anyway, the joke around our house is because of all the difficulties with water and electricity. My joke was they love to camp because they know where their power and their waters are already going to come from. It's a little predictable. We have had moments where we wake up in the morning and turn on the faucet and nothing comes out. And it's a little disorienting. Well, Emma, one of the things that you uh, talked about when we were in Albania is all the stray animals, all the stray dogs that we took care of. We don't see any stray animals here. No, but there are lots of dogs. People have lots of dogs. We were at the, we were in the shopping center and we were just getting out of our car and we saw this, like, it was a big dog. It looked like a sort of Bernese something and it was just sitting in the front seat with its head out the window and it was very funny. It was the driver's side too. Yeah, it was in the driver's seat. Like it was driving. When we came back out, the car was gone, so the dog Maybe he probably drove off. yeah, the dog probably just he drove left away. The, owner. the shaggy yeah. DA. Yeah. Actually, that's not necessarily true. They have stray seals at the waterfront. They do. Only because they feed them and then they forget how to swim. Yeah. I know. They, they, uh, they've conned those seals into getting food so that people can take photos. We didn't do that because that's not, we didn't feel like that's exactly humane. Uh, we, we are kind of people that think animals should just be yeah. left to go be in the wild. He was sitting on the sidewalk and he was like kind of standing up and it kind of looked like the godfather sitting in his chair. Also, speaking of nuts... Chunky peanut butter is very hard to find, and I mean like real chunky peanut butter. Well, I don't. I think we. Oh, oh but let's not criticize their peanut butter. There's lots of chunky peanut I'm butter. I'm not criticizing it's really, hey, it. I'm pe- just your issue with peanut butter is entirely about you. It, I'm sorry that I am selectively nutritious. Well, okay. Well, so guys, what do you think of South Africa overall? Has it been fun to live here? It has been good. Um. As much as I miss America, it, it's, it's been a good experience. When we first went into a grocery store after like going being in Albania, it was really weird because it was like an actual grocery store, not just like a small little mini mart. Well, I mean, it was a mini mart, but it was a more civilized grocery store than they have in Albania. I mean, and to be fair to Albania, we were in the retirement town, right? Like we were in Saranda. Right. So it's like, it's fairly closed off and it's what, like a five hour drive to the city. We are now in a city of 4 million people. And in Saranda, Saranda's only ha- only has about twenty thousand people. Yeah, that, right. maybe, Albania, so maybe 15, it's not really fair to compare all of Albania to Cape Town <laughs> because we only lived in a very small community, and uh, obviously there are more people here. There's more demand, and quite frankly, it's a culture that's more similar to what we're used to, and so it's you know not surprising to see so many different options for Cadbury Easter eggs. And their elevators don't give me as much anxiety as the ones in Albania did. They have really big elevators like we're used to at home and the, the tiny elevators of, of Europe that, that we had. They're claustrophobic and dysfunctional. <laughs> they are tiny. We, sometimes we would have to shove all of our suitcases and run up the stairs to meet them at the top, wouldn't we? 
Um, can we pause here and can Emma give me back my seat cushion so the chair sure. cushion it doesn't cream as much? Oh, there's one. Oh, yeah. 47 seat cushions. That's okay. We can keep going. I'll just edit this out. A couple of other uh, South African words are t or terms for things that are kind of funny are uh, paper vampire is what they call a stapler. What? Yeah, a paper vampire is a stapler. I don't believe that. Spring mealies is what they call popcorn. What? Spring mealies. And then if you're uh, if you're a uh, katavad, which is uh, which is Afrikaans for kitten anger, it means you're up to no good. That's the power of the internet. Arctic penguins are very cute. They're birds in business suits. Okay, you've only seen Arctic penguins from the movie ha Happy or whatever. No, Happy I watched BBC documentaries on birds in business suits. <laughs> Mess. Do they carry tiny briefcases? Yes, yes. They Made do. of fine Corinthian leather. Hey, and if you be careful, they'll, they'll get your they'll get their lawyers. How do they find Italian loafers to fit their little web feet? <laughs> They're so such a mess. They butcher their briefcases. <laughs>